0: Welcome back to the station. Welcome back to the channel. It's your boy Ray G. You can find me on Twitter at Ray GQ. And if you've come looking for rookie content, you are in the right place because this is what we do at Destination. Debbie is talk rookies, talk college ball. And I'm excited because this past weekend we had real action in the NFL. Some real actionable information we can take away from preseason football. Now, I preface this by saying... Take it with all of, with a grain of salt, like especially the players that were drafted highly. I don't care how bad C.J. Stroud looked or your favorite first-round wide receiver. It doesn't matter. They're going to get opportunity after opportunity. So take the bad performances with a grain of salt. We're not going to focus too much on the bad. I want to highlight some of the skill set and the players that caught my eye this past weekend— some players that we should be paying attention to especially in deep dynasty leagues that could be impactful this season for fantasy football now if it's your first time on the channel the only thing that i ask that you do is hit the thumbs up button like the content comment below let me know which rookies caught your eye and if you stick around until the end and you like what you heard it was actionable it was entertaining subscribe to the channel turn the alerts on if you've been here before damn it you better hit that thumbs up button and comment about your favorite rookies but let's get right into the action and i want to talk about couple of honorable mentions, some guys that are not going to crack my top 10 rookie risers, my top 10 rookie performances from week one. And a couple of those players that I want to talk about, let's start out with the quarterback position. And I want to start with Anthony Richardson. A lot of people Uh, They were ready to panic on A. Rich after that third preseason interception pass versus a very good Buffalo Bills defense. They were rolling out Ed Oliver. They had Greg Rousseau out there. They had a bunch of starters on that defense playing early for the Bills. Anthony Richardson settled in. He played really well. Outside of that one throw, I thought he put some good things on tape. There are going to be some inconsistencies in his game don't think that you're going to get a finished product year one or even year two but some of the things that he did do in his performance using his legs they didn't call very many design runs breaking tackles he put an absolute dime on alec pierce and that was dropped in the end zone so when i look at his performance how it started off interception on the third pass of his nfl career finishing that thing out with an 83 yard drive believe it was a 13 play drive that resulted in a missed field goal but a rich bounced back, moved the change, picked up first downs, and in my opinion, of the big three quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson, there was no doubt that A. Rich was the best-looking rookie week one of the preseason. So not making my top 10 rookie list this week, but I was impressed with him, honorable mention, as well as Roshon Johnson from the Chicago Bears. I believe he had 12 carries, 40-something yards, running physical, Hey, he got a lot of opportunity in this game, and reports are I'm recording this on Monday night that he took some reps with the ones in practice this past, uh, this today. Now, Khalil Herbert looked real good, looked fast, housed a 50-something-yard screenplay. So, Roshan Johnson taking over the backfield probably not going to be within his range of outcomes, but can he carve out a role on this offense as a rookie? I think the answer to that question is yes. I was happy to see Roshan play, happy with his performance, and I'm excited to see what he does moving forward. couple of other honorable mentioned names. I want to say Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon went out there and operated that Arizona offense. He had some good plays. He had some bad plays. Not expecting a ton from Clayton Toon this year. But with this Arizona Cardinals situation at the quarterback position, Kyler's going to play, Kyler's not going to play, Colt McCoy is not very good. We know that he's a little bit older. There is a chance that Clayton Toon is on the field for the Cardinals this season. Long-term stayability for Toon. Don't think that's in the cards for him, no pun intended. But I thought he played very, very well uh, for his first NFL action. And then finally, I want to talk about Zach Charbonnet, the rookie second-round pick, third running back off of the board by the Seattle Seahawks. He did not, the stat line wasn't great. You see the stat line, I believe he had four carries for 14 yards, but let me tell you something. If you actually watched this game, you knew that Zach Charbonnet did not come to F around. He was physical from the opening carry into the end. I really liked what he put on tape, and I'm just here to say... The combination of Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet in the backfield together should work wonders for Geno Smith, for Jackson Smith and Jigba, Tyler Lockett, uh, and DK Metcalf. Having those two dynamic running backs back there that are physical, setting the tone for that offense, it would be hell to be a defender playing against those guys week in and week out. Then you throw in the fact that you got a complimentary back like DJ Dallas, not quite top 10 for Zach Charbonnet, but I was very impressed what he put on tape in week one. So let's kick this thing off. Let's start and work our way from 10 to 1, most impressive rookies, week one of the preseason. And I'm going to stick with the running back position. We're going to go to the AFC South and talk about Tennessee Titans running back J Spears, rookie out of Tulane, got to see him in person at the Senior Bowl, was the most dynamic running back there, no question about it. And then we saw that versus the Chicago Bears this past weekend. Spears flashed some of that, Change of pace ability, the quick twitch it, the quick twitch ability and some speed. Six carries, 32 yards. He did have one reception in that game uh, for four yards. So not a huge stat line. And you got to understand, these guys aren't gonna carry the ball 20 times in preseason. But what you did see was him able to get the edge on the Chicago defenders, use the stiff arm, flash some of that quickness, flash some of that speed. This could be a fantastic complimentary running back to Derrick Henry, who is the king. There's no doubt about it. Henry is the king in Tennessee. But Tajay Spears could be the prince. I think this young running back provides a different element of speed to this Tennessee Titans offense that Derrick Henry can move for a big guy, but he's a little older. Nuke, DeAndre Hopkins, isn't known for his blazing speed. Treylon can move. But you add another dynamic weapon like Tajay Spears to this offense— I'm excited to see where he goes throughout these next couple of preseason games because I think he could have some impact for fantasy football this year, absent a Derrick Henry Henry injury, especially if they utilize him in the receiving game. So we'll see how all that plays out. But week one, so far, so good for Tajay Spears. Now, the next rookie that I want to talk about, player that, you know, really haven't talked about a lot, whether that be inside of our Discord, on Twitter, But man, he put up a nice, solid outing in his first game. And I'm talking about rookie wide receiver from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer, speed guy, was at LSU in college, transfers to Nebraska, goes out there at the Combine, said he's going to run fast. He does everything that he says he's going to do. And then he gets to the NFL. And in his first preseason game, four receptions, 33 yards, and a touchdown, averaging 8.3 a reception, two first downs. I liked what Trey Palmer put on tape. This is a wide receiver core that after Mike Evans and after Chris Godwin, I really don't know who's going to be next up. Maybe it's Russell Gage. They got a couple of other guys, Kate Odden, Trey Palmer, that speed, that deep threat ability, that deep play threat. That's something that Tampa Bay really doesn't have. Mike Evans can get downfield, but he's a little bit older, pushing 30. Chris Godwin's speed was never his game. He's the intermediate target earner, but Trey Palmer, especially in best ball formats, and I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be drafting some Trey Palmer in the 18th round on Underdog Fantasy. But I was excited and encouraged by this rookie wide receiver. Now, normally it takes these guys some time to really get the momentum going, really be impactful for fantasy. So just keep your eyes out for Trey Palmer. And if you're in deep best ball leagues, I play in a lot of Dynasty best ball. I will be putting a waiver claim in for Trey Palmer this week. The next rookie that I want to talk about, which was kind of uh the, the the shine and the thunder is kind of stolen on this one right here by Dalvin Cook just signing with the New York Jets. But Israel Abana Kanda, the rookie running back out of pit, man, I, I <laughs> listen, I, he was phenomenal. You talking about rookies don't get 20-something, uh, 20-something attempts. He had 12 for 56 in this game with a long of 26, caught three passes for 31 yards. Filthy spin move, filthy spin move by Abana Kanda to score that touchdown versus Carolina. Loved what I saw from Izzy. Thought he looked good. The problem is, damn, Dalvin Cook is there now. Dalvin Cook just signed with the Jets. So as excited as I was about the performance from Israel Abanakanda, the reality is now you got Brice Hall, you got Bam Knight, you got Dalvin Cook, Michael Carter. It's just a crowded, crowded RB room. I have one of my patrons tonight asked me, Ray, should I go trade for Izzy? He's probably dirt cheap. If you can get him for fourth, sure, but I would not trade any significant capital for Israel Abana Kanda he's not going to get the ball a lot absent a Brees Hall and a Dalvin Cook injury. That's just the unfortunate reality of where he landed. It has nothing to do with the skill set. That's why I still wanted to highlight him this evening and say he was a rookie that caught my eye. And I'll be paying attention to see if there's ever any opportunity for Izzy. Unfortunately, again, Dalvin Cook is there, but he put a lot of good stuff on tape this past weekend. Two solid performances for Izzy Abanacanda for the New York Jets. They got to be happy about that that young rookie. So, Let's continue to keep this uh, excitement hype train going. And we're going to go to Green Bay. And I'm not talking about Luke Musgrave. And I'm not talking about Jaden Reed. I'm talking about Emmanuel Wilson. What on earth? What a performance by Emmanuel Wilson. I had to go look up. Where he played, Fort Valley State, drafted, uh, transferred from this school, transferred to, from that school, but you're talking about a player who's five foot ten, five foot eleven, over two hundred and twenty pounds, had an eighty yard touchdown run in this game, and I went back and I watched every snap just to make sure that I wasn't being hoodwinked, and he just kind of caught an edge and no one was there. No, he outran Cincinnati defenders with that size, with that athleticism, with that type of speed. Could Wilson potentially be that third running back for the Green Bay Packers to where he's an injury away from getting some opportunity? Again, this isn't a player that I'm telling you to go out there, break the bank for, go trade a bunch of stuff for, but pay attention. Keep this name, Emmanuel Wilson, on your radar. When you've got that type of size, NFL size, when you've got breakaway speed to rip off 80-yard runs, he had six for over 110 yards. This is somebody that my antennas and radars are up for. So Emmanuel Wilson, the UDFA in Green Bay, and say what you want about the Packers, man. Aaron Jones was not a highly drafted running back either. I think he was a fifth rounder out of UTEP. So if you can ball, the Packers will find you. When Jamal Williams was there, he wasn't a high draft pick. So in this age of NFL teams finding cheap production at the running back position, Keep your eyes out for Emmanuel Wilson. I think we might see this young man pop up for Green Bay, or if they have to let him go somewhere else this fantasy football season. But big time performance by Emmanuel Wilson in Week One. Now let's get to uh, sort of the top five. I think these are uh, the top six, top six guys that I thought performed from the rookie from the rookie class uh, this past weekend. And let's go to another running back. This time, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars rookie running back. Tank Bigsby. Now, there was a tweet, and I am I am so sorry for forgetting whose actual tweet this was, but Tank Bigsby was the only rookie running back to play on the field with the first-team offense, with the starting running back over the course of week one of the preseason. There was no other rookie running back that was actually in with the starting offense, playing with the ones. He was rotating with Travis Etienne from preseason week one, and he played well. He had a big run versus my Dallas Cowboys. He had nine carries, 52 yards, looked good. Showed that explosiveness, that physical running style. He's going to factor into Jacksonville this year. Like, just go ahead and get ready. I'm not saying he's taking over for ETN. I still think ETN is going to be the guy. But Bigsby's going to play. He's a talented running back who sort of was overlooked because the Auburn team was so bad his final season in college. But you're talking about a player that's got the size. at six foot over 210 pounds. It's got the requisite speed he can catch. He's got that physical nature, that dog mentality. Tank Bigsby, big time performance. And I think this momentum and the tank train is just Getting going. So shout out to you, Tank Bigsby. Hell of a job. You definitely make the top 10 rookie list after week one of the preseason. And let's talk about another player. Where are we gonna go? Now we're inside the top five. Now we're inside the top five. And I want to talk about another wide receiver, this time from the NFC South. And boy, oh boy, did AT Perry put on a show wearing that number 17, looking like old Robert Meacham from the old Saints. But he went out there and made an acrobatic touchdown grab versus Kansas City, but that just wasn't it. It wasn't just one touchdown grab for A.T. Perry. He had six for 70, averaged almost 12 yards of reception, six foot five, over 200 pounds. A.T. Perry is a big boy. And when you look at the Saints offense, when you look at the Saints team, you know, MT, not the perfect model of health. Chris Olave had a couple of concussions last year. Hopefully none of that stuff is persistent this year. But A.T. Perry with Jameis Winston, Got down the field, that big body, that big body wide receiver, Keith Kirkwood, played well um, also. So, again, is A.T. Perry penciled into some starter workload? Should you lock and load him as a a bona fide stud for fantasy? Absolutely not. We're just talking about the rookies that caught my eye in week one, and A.T. Perry was definitely one of those guys. So am I rushing to cut somebody to pick him up off of waivers? Not quite, but... I'm definitely, definitely on notice for week two to see what Perry does with the Saints. But hell of a performance by that young man. Again, some of the players that a lot of people have not been talking about. A.T. Perry, shout out to you. Hell of a job. Week one of the preseason, first NFL game. Good job, A.T. Perry. So this player could have easily been number one. We're going uh, four, three, two, and one. This player, another wide receiver, easily could have been number one and what I want to say, this is a player who a lot of people in fantasy, including myself, reference historically, these guys just don't work out because they're too small. And I think we need to move past that. We're in this age where NFL teams are getting their creative uh, space players the ball in different ways. And I believe that the Houston Texans got a gem in Tank Dell. I was able to watch him in person at the Senior Bowl. He was only there for one yet One day of padded practice because he was so good. Uncoverable at the Senior Bowl and versus this New England Patriots defense, he was uncoverable as well. He had five receptions, 60 yards, and a touchdown, acrobatic touchdown right here. And he probably left, or the quarterback probably left another 50 to 60 yards on the field. There was one point in time where Davis Mills threw the ball and tanked Dell, You could see him saying, throw it up, get it up. But this young man is a problem. He is a separation specialist, a route-running savant. He's quick, he's sudden. He's tiny. I'm not the biggest dude in the world, and I'm bigger than Tank Dell. But this dude's explosiveness, his quick twitch ability, he's a phenomenal receiver. Go look at what he did at Houston. You can't deny the fact that he was one of the most, if not the most dominant, collegiate wide receiver last season. Goes to Houston. I'm looking at Nico Collins. I'm looking at Robert Woods. I'm saying, I need to, y'all need to get that dude the ball. Get 13 the ball. Tank Dell is a special player, and I've got my fingers crossed because I hope he's the one that sort of breaks the small receivers can't matter mold even though Zay Flowers isn't the biggest even though DeVonte Smith isn't the biggest guy we're still having these question marks about these smaller wide receivers in the NFL Tank Dell can quiet a lot of that noise this season hell of a job could easily be number 1 on this list but we got to get inside the top 3 and I I debated having this player number 1 because for back to back weeks two preseason games he's been almost perfect right Almost perfect. Now, the problem is for Dynasty, absent an injury to the starting quarterback, he's not getting on the field. But Dorian Thompson-Robinson, DTR, Cleveland Browns, they might have something with this young backup quarterback. I mean, once again, he gets in there and he's just surgical. Nine for 10, 102 yards, another touchdown. I mean, his first preseason game, first preseason game versus the Jets, he was phenomenal. He comes out here versus the Commanders, He's phenomenal. Six foot one, 195 pounds. DTR is an athletic quarterback. A lot of people really liked him. I believe he had one of the strongest arms in the 2023 class as far as velocity and throwing the ball. Again, you don't need to go pick him up. He's a backup quarterback. But if something were to happen to Deshaun Watson, this is a player that I guarantee every big name fantasy service is gonna be out there saying, go grab DTR, go pick him up. Right There's no room and no financial wiggle room for him to actually get on the field. When you're just talking about who caught my eye, DTR could have easily been number one on this list. Now, top two guys. uh, Let's just get right to it. Let's get right to it. Deuce Vaughn. Deuce is loose. Deuce Vaughn had him at number one, had to move him, put him back at one, had to move him again. Settles in at two. Dues Vaughn, eight carries, 50 yards, a touchdown. Beautiful footwork. He had three receptions in this game versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I know what everybody's thinking. Oh he's, oh, he's little. Oh, he's little. Oh, he's little. Oh, he's little. He's been little. He was little when he was an All-American at Kansas State. He was little during his high school career. He was little at the combine. And none of that stuff has, has, has hindered him. None of it. And I don't care about size. You watch that game there was no doubt who the best running back on the field for the Dallas Cowboys was. That's with Malik Davis, Rico Dowdle. It was Deuce Vaughn. This player, I believe Dallas truly wants to utilize him as a weapon. Tariq Cohen, Darren Sproles, whatever you want to say, the footwork is outstanding. I mean, it's just, you watch him in between the, the holes, navigating uh, traffic, evading defenders, the elusiveness. It's all there for Vaughn. The only thing that he doesn't have is that prototypical size. But... I don't believe Dallas looks at him and views him the same way they did in Ezekiel Elliott or a Tony Pollard. This is a weapon that you can hand the ball to. That is truly a running back, but he's so dynamic in space. Got to figure out a way to use him. I get it. All the analytical uh, fantasy football historians are going to say that there's no way, no possible way for a player this small to be successful in the NFL. I think you got to have a little conviction when you play this game, and I do believe that Deuce Vaughn can play. I've said this for a long time. Is he going to be some fantasy superstar, some fantasy all-star? I doubt it. But can he be a usable standalone PPR asset? I think there is a real-world possibility in which that comes to fruition this year. Hopefully, we see some more of him in Week 2. Everything that I'm hearing is we probably are going to see some more Deuce Vaughn in Week 2 of the preseason when maybe some more of the Dallas starters play. This is a special player. He brings something different to that offense. And this is somebody that if they are on waivers right now, I'd be picking him up. Malik Davis hadn't proven anything. Rico Dotto hadn't proven anything. Rojo, we know what he is, and he's suspended. Go get you some Deuce Vaughn. If he's out there, go pick up Deuce Vaughn. Now, as much as I wanted to put him number one, and I did, I really did, I cannot take anything away from what this young man did with the stage to himself on Sunday when the world was watching for the other quarterback. The world was wanting to see... Trey Lance go in there and take over that quarterback room, render Brock Purdy obsolete. And what ended up happening was Kyle Shanahan was salivating from across the sideline, wishing he had Aiden O'Connell, who was lights out the rookie of the week. The number one rookie for me on the week was Aiden O'Connell, the rookie out of Purdue who went out there and played with confidence. 15 for 18, 83% completion percentage. I don't give a damn if it's preseason, if it's pre-Madden, if it's pre-puberty. pre If you can go out there and only only throw three incomplete passes as a quarterback, you're probably pretty good. 141 yards, a touchdown, again, playing with confidence. It was very clear to see, watching that game, which quarterback was playing free, was playing with confidence, was trusting the system, and which one wasn't. And that was Aiden O'Connell. You watch him, and you see him in that Raiders number four, and I'm like, damn, is that Derek Carr out there? Jimmy Garoppolo's the starter. Jimmy Garoppolo also, we know, doesn't stay healthy and likes to throw a lot of interceptions. If something were to happen, I I I think Aiden O'Connell, I'm just going to go out on a limb. I think he can man this offense. Let's see it again. Let's not overreact too much, but I was very encouraged. The arm strength, the velocity, the accuracy, the accuracy. Played damn good football, and in my opinion, was the best rookie to step foot on the NFL field from a fantasy perspective this past weekend in the preseason. So once again, rounding those things out from ten to one, I had uh, Tajay Spears, Trey Palmer, Izzy Abana, Kanda, uh, Emmanuel Wilson, Tank Bigsby, A.T. Perry, Tank Dell, Dorian Thompson Robinson, Deuce Vaughn, and Aiden O'Connell with some honorable mentions: Anthony Richardson. Zach Charbonnet, Clayton Toon. So that is week one of the preseason rookie report in the books. I will continue to monitor and follow these rookies as the season progresses. If you like the content, hit that thumbs up button, comment below. Let me know which rookie stood out to you and subscribe to the channel. Turn the alerts on. I appreciate everybody being here. Had a lot of fun on the channel. Go check out the Wake Up Show where we went through the week one preseason takeaways and also make sure you tap into the Destination Chill Show. Scott Connor and I talked about rookie tight end values in Dynasty Leagues, in particular, Dalton Kincaid. Y'all have a fantastic week and I'll see y'all later on the channel. I'm out. Peace.